It's really tough to understand. Yeah, like the day, mate. Jo- yeah, it was uh, Jody, and uh, she one nice gal, super nice gal. But uh, yeah, and so it, and through the years, it's gotten less and less. And you can understand. Well, it's more, you, I think you get more into a beat, yeah, you know, of hearing her, and so yeah. you can you know hit it. So yeah, I always love listening to her talk. So and her husband too was from uh, anybody with an accent is fun to listen to. No, I think uh, German people. I don't have a. I have a problem with really. Well, it just seems so harsh. You got. Well, I mean, yeah, it's very, it's very hard to. Hit it's the very beat. in your face, kind well, of. It's very hard to hit the beat. Yeah. Anyway, so hopefully you guys are out enjoying yet another day. We'll look at yesterday. Oh lordy, close the windows, put on the pants. It was freezing. Put out a t-shirt and a sweatshirt for real. Oh lordy, and then we were down at the Fast and Furry yesterday at, at Heritage Island. Uh, Cassandra, uh, Katie Lure, and and myself from Nutasource, and Nutasource sponsored the fat was one of the main sponsors for Fast and Furry, and so we had a grand time. It was just so much fun and uh i'd say maybe a couple other people and three quarters of over three quarters of them brought the dogs and so i had the mic so then i kept reminding people no noses and butts no noses and butts dogs don't like it you don't like it don't do that <laughs> where is your dog know what your dog's doing so anyway but it was fun i, I was it was amazing and uh they have a small dog medium dog and large dog category for the race which is so cool some of these guys have got to had this little tiny peanut this puggle came in first in the 5k was it the 5k or the three uh see the 5k not the 8k the 5k no wait a minute it was the for the 8k a pu- yeah the 8k a puggle and his owner you know came in and in the so funny there was like a little bump at the end of the finish line and that pug just sailed puggle just sailed right over it and and looked at his owner kind of like okay ready to do it again <laughs> that's so funny so I want to thank Fast and Fury for having me down there. It was a great time. It was the seventh annual, and up to date, they they've uh, for seven years, they made a hundred and four thousand dollars, and they give it to pets and people. Whereas they go for um, whatever they uh, what they do is they donate, they buy food and donate it to the food shelves to help people, and then also they get come up with money that for low cost pay and neutering, and come up with money to help people with vaccinations and such like that. So, so it's a really cool, good cause. So have a, I had a great time, and I thank you, thank you. And then today was just gorgeous. Got some weeding done. I'm starting to find my plants. I had to be careful because I planted a lot of perennials last year, and so I got to make sure that I'm not pulling them. So I'm, I've been kind of hesitant as the grass is starting to grow in, but. And my hands show it. I know I should wear gloves, and I just don't know. I just don't. That my hands start sweating, and then I can't feel it, and so it just That's drives not me nuts. You. Yes, you no. should see my hands. I mean, they are just like man. Uh, do you remember uh, Gone with the Wind? Uh, when Scarlet was picking cotton, her hands were just like raw, just raw. Yeah, that's the way my hands are right I now. I mean, to be quite honest, I've actually never seen Gone what? with the Wind. I mean, what? I, yeah. I yeah. could borrow it to you. I love that movie. I don't know what it is. It's I mean, very I've, long. Very yeah. long. Well, I read the book. Oh, did you? Oh, see, I yeah. And keep up with the book. <laughs> yeah, and that just kind of threw me off. I was like, Meh. oh yeah, I don't know. You got to see it in person. It is, it is a very, very good. Not see it in person, but you see see it, not read it. I have to watch it. Watch, watch the movie. it. There okay. you go. All right. Especially, right. I'll have a whole new venue. Uh, being that you read the book, you got yeah. something to compare it to. See, I have nothing to compare it to, so. Yeah, I don't know. Say, I want you to mark uh, today at 6 o'clock. Funniest home videos. Guess what? My grandson's going to be on it. Are you kidding me? No, uh, he's not in the money. 
Okay, as what she did uh, this past winter, he was ice fishing. Yeah. And so his, uh, I don't know what the heck it is. The, the flag went down. Yeah. And so dad said, oh, you got to fish. So he runs over and he grabs a line and he just starts running with it, right? Yeah. And here comes the fish up out of the hole, right? Yeah. Okay, well, then it's like, okay, here's the fish. Now what do I do? What does he do? He sits on it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, then the fish flops. I mean, yeah. It's only maybe, you know, just a little, you know, not yeah. a really big one. It's flopping, and so then all of a sudden it flops out from underneath his butt. Yeah. And then he's sitting there trying to tuck it back. Oh, my gosh. Butt. But anyway, so uh, she submitted it, because everybody says, oh, you got to send this funny or so videos. Yeah. And so she did, and they took it, and uh, she got a, they got paid $100. Wow. To show it on TV, for the yeah. rights to show it on TV. And then he gets a Funniest Home Video t-shirt. So, Fun. Yep. Isn't that cool? Yeah, so it said today, 6 o'clock, Channel 5, tuning in. And that's one of the children that are staying with you right yes. now? Yep, that's Will. He's four oh, years old. There you go. Yep, All right. my grandson Will. So, so it just happened this past uh, winter. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And what I'd like, you know, I've seen the video. So yeah. I, but I just like to see the content of where they put it. You, know, you just want to see what TV. they say. How do they introduce or, or it? Or if they you do, know? you know, sometimes they do a montage yeah. that it's just in there. There yeah. is no lead. So that's what I, I'm interested in. So so well, I got enough people taping it for me. I was like, do you have people taping well, it for because, you or you know, DVRing it? Yeah, by the time I get it, you know, out of here, with my luck, they'll show it in the first half hour. Right. I don't get home until 6.30, 20 to 7. So, right. so it's just like somebody tape it so then I don't have to sit there and like, way, yeah. get speeding tickets on the way home. Right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So tune in your TVs. Funniest home video. My little grandson ice fishing, uh, racing with the line and then sitting on the fish. That would be my grandson, Will. So think about that. It's Katie's grandson from Alaska. They're up, uh, fishing up in Alaska there. All right. And then uh, hopefully you guys have got some question. Uh, yes, we're going to be, well, Carly and I are going to be here live and in person next Sunday. I know it's Memorial Weekend, but please take the time to tune us in. And then also Dr. Jessica Levy is going to be here, uh, the vet. And so uh, you call in your vet questions. So write them down and, and call them in. You can get free advice. All right. And uh, so for today, you can call in. It's uh, 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. I've been getting a lot of people that uh, emails about, uh, geez, you know, their older dogs are slowing down. And, you know, the thing is, first thing I ask, is it over, are they overweight? And what's the first word? Yes. Yes. Let's get the weight off, folks. Get that weight down. Whatever you're feeding your dog, cut it in half, okay? Use smaller bowls. Remember, I rehydrate my dry food because when you eat, feed the dry food to your dog, that's like eating a box of saltine crackers. Then they go over and drink a buttload of water, and it's not healthy for them. Now all the food has to be expanded because we all know the dogs don't chew their food. They just slam it. And it's and especially if we got a dog that slams it all the time, that's not healthy for him. So, so if you rehydrate it, you put the hot tap water on it until everything floats, put it aside, wait till all the water is gone and absorbed into the food, fluff it with a fork, and then add your supplements if need be. Or but and if you might have to add some more water if it's it still is if the the kibble isn't you you, you can you, you can feel like the center of it just a little bit, that's fine. But you just want rehydrate it because now the dog can extrude more of the nourishment, the stomach doesn't work, have to work so hard. So, yeah, but anyway, so, uh, but the cut down and uh, just whatever you're feeding and use a real measuring cup. And if your dog is really, really overweight, the best thing you can do is put them on a dehydrated diet, like, you know, Sojo's, Honest Kitchen, Grandma Lucy's. Grandma Lucy's has a lot of potato in it though. So just do that in rotation. But that will, because then it's got less carbs. Carbs turn into fat. Fat turns our sugar. Carbs turn into sugar. Sugar turns into fat. And some, just like some people are more carb sensitive, so are dogs. And so that's what you have to pay attention to. And you say, well, I'm not 
feeding that much. Well, if what you're feeding doesn't equal the waistline, and take in mind the treats, people, take in mind the treats during the day. You should use veggies, all kinds, green peas, green beans, uh, cauliflower, broccoli, whatever. Uh, kohlrabi. I used to love the kohlrabi. But anyway, <laughs> and then uh, you know, instead of the processed treat, you know, you got to cut back because you can get your dog um, be a, a spry chicken, again, a spry chicken, a spring chicken, whatever you want to call it. Uh, again, if you get that weight off. And then also, I can't talk to you enough about that Wapiti Labs mobility. They got mobility for, you know, let's say you just got a very active dog that's, uh, you know, running with you or, um, you know, do a lot of walks or you do uh, agility and such things like that. Then there's a regular mobility, but then they have a senior mobility. All right. And that is, is it's phenomenal. Uh, that's all I can say. I mean, the, the so many people I've got to try it and they just, in 10 days, they're kind of like, once it's all totally absorbed into the system and really gets going, they are totally amazed at the difference in their dogs. And so that's why, you know, give that a try. Uh, Wapiti Labs, just go to Wapiti Labs, Inc, I-N-C, uh, .com. And if you enter the letter KTK9, uh, then it's free shipping. But I, I'm not just saying it because of that. I'm just saying that stuff really works good. And they also have stuff for cats, dogs, cats, and people too. So check out their whole line. That's Wapiti, W-A-P-I-T-I. I know, Wapiti, 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 Wapiti. Sounds like a fat tire. But we got to get people to think of it because it is awesome stuff. It's made with elk antler velvet. No, that was a free commercial. <laughs> I was going to say, so now we're... Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay, so if you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Say, did you know the twist ties on, on all your breads and bakery goods? There's twist ties and there's yeah. colors to it. Do you know what why they're colored? No. Well, we're going to talk about it when we get back. All righty then. We are back. Oh, she's she's boogieing over there on the this other side of the glass. This is one of my favorite songs. That's so cool. I'm sitting here watching my bling in the mirror. I'm still blingy. Yes, blingy, you blingy. are. You're very yeah, blingy. There you go. Okay, did you know that when you go to buy bread in the grocery stores, have you ever wondered which is the freshest? Yes, I have actually. Okay, here you go. You okay. might have to write this down. I might have to. Okay. Monday has a blue twist tie. Okay, okay. so that means a bread, um, bread made on Monday has a blue twist. Okay, uh, Tuesday, bread made on uh, Tuesday has a green twist. Thursday, there's no Wednesday. No, no, apparently they don't bake on Wednesday. I was going to say, so okay. you're either getting the Monday or the Tuesday okay. bread on Wednesday. Thursday yeah. is red. Okay. Friday is white. Okay. And Saturday is yellow. So what you don't want to see is... It's a blue. You don't want to see a white on Monday. Right. <laughs> you want to see a blue because <laughs> a white means on Monday means it's over a week old. Okay. So Monday is blue. Tuesday is green. Thursday is red. Friday is white and Saturday is yellow. So that's what you, how you know that was the day it was made, you know, made. And so whatever color, if you're looking at a, like I say, a white on Monday, then that's, it's, it's over a week old. So isn't that something? Interesting. Yeah, I never knew that. I thought that was very interesting. That is. Yes. Now I'm really going to actually look at it. I am I wrote it down. Okay, good. I probably you. will take this to the store Door with me it. next yeah. time. Okay. And like, you will see me. I will be that person. Hey, take a picture of Taking it and put bread. it on your phone. Yeah, I should. And then so you can just, okay, twist yeah. ties. What color is which? Exactly. Hey, there you go. There you go. So it's pretty cool. That's really funny. Yeah. I, I mean, I like it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you got a question? 651-641-1071. Let's head to the phone. Okay, sounds good. We have Barb on the line. And Barb has a question about she has two pups that one is listening and one isn't. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like two-legged kids. <laughs> hey, yes. Barb, how you doing? 
I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Okay, you say preps. What are we talking about? How, how old? They are going to be a year at the end of the month. Okay. Um, I talked to you way back when we first got them back last summer, and you gave us some great tips about potty training and all kinds of things, okay. which have really gone well. Good. But we have, these are golden doodles, okay. and one of them is seems to be more of a retriever type, just more compliant, okay. and the other one is more poodle-like, and when you say come, I mean, he takes off. <laughs> And even with my husband being the alpha male, he does not listen. I mean, when you say come, he interprets that as go. Okay. No, it's just because you haven't been able to follow through. You know what I mean? You say come, the dog takes off. You can't do anything about it. You're screwed. <laughs> and so the dog right. is, dog's made a game. So the thing is, is that you've got to start from scratch, start over here, and you don't give the dog the opportunity to ignore you or to make a game out of it. And whereas you, you start practicing the come, you put them on a long line, not a retractable, just like a 20 foot long line, a cotton lead or whatever that has a hook on it. And then you go out in the backyard and whatever, you know, and then, but the best to do is to start on six foot. If a dog can't even come 20 feet, why would he come from six feet? You know what I mean? So, I mean, if he can't come from six feet, why would he come from 20? So first you start with a a, a 20, yeah, I could talk, a six six foot line and put the handle of it over your right wrist, put your left hand on like a knot, you know, the the leash. Okay, just walk forward, all right? And then you're going to drop the left hand out of your line and then you're going to shush, shuttle, shuttle backwards, all right? And then you're going to bend at your waist and clap at eye, eye height and you're going to clap, 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 come as you shuffle backwards. Don't go forwards, okay? Go backwards so the dog's going to turn and come towards you, all right? And then come, okay. come, 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 come. And as soon as the dog gets to you, go very calm, very quiet, very animated to get the dog to you. But then once they get to you, you go totally opposite. Give them like a finger massage along their ribs and their rump and their tummy. Stay away from the head. Just give them a, like, come now means come in for your massage, all right? Okay. okay. Okay, so now you gotta no don't practice it more than three times in a row. You just walk forward, you know, maybe I don't know, ten feet, twenty feet, drop your left hand off the line, shuffle backwards. Make sure you keep moving. The minute you stop, the dog's gonna stop. You gotta keep moving. You're gonna draw the dog to you. Clap, 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 clap. Come, you can do it. Come on, give me a cake. Come on, come on, come on. Look funny, sound like fun, be fun, and the dog will want to come to you. Dogs are prey driven. If it moves, they have to come to it. They have to go to it. And so that's what you wanna do is you become the pray because by moving all right and then when they so get- when i do that should he feel the tug no on my no no no, no. Okay. because you want the dog to the only reason you have that leash on is to literally keep the dog from running away from you okay <laughs> yeah. and so, okay yeah. and so the thing is you want him not to feel any collar pressure but let's say okay let's say you're standing the dog is at your left side you're facing you know imagine a line on the ground all right and stay on that line okay go straight forward on that line Okay, drop your left hand off the line. Now the right wrist has got the other, you know, with a hook. I mean, the, the handle of the leash. Okay, now start shuffling backwards. Come, 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 come. Now let's say the dog decides to take off to the right. You know I mean? Like, I'm not coming down your line. <laughs> then stop on your line, give the leash a pop, and go, hey, hey. And as soon as the dog looks at you, start shuffling and clapping. Come, 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 come. And so then okay. eventually, then when he gets to you, oh, what a buddy. Stay low. Okay, catch him down. Don't start standing up or he's going to fly up at you. 
Catch yeah. them low, all right? And then start, oh, what a buddy. Such a puppers. Look at you. And just keep <laughs> repeating the dog's name. Really, oh, such a rover. Very nice rover. And so then, oh, good job, good job. Then stand up. Okay, now we're going to walk the line again. Walk that straight line. Drop your left hand. Shuttle backwards. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. Come, come, come. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Come, 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 come. And then you got to remember to clap your hands at eye level. That's what's going to keep the dog's attention on you. And then by moving, once again, the prey drive come in. And they start, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, dogs are not robots. You can't just program the word come and they're going to drop what they're doing and come to you, right? So then what mm-hmm. you got to do is you got to have a toolbox. Okay, one of the toolboxes is a squeaker toy. Go to the uh, dollar store. They got obnoxious squeaker for about a buck and anyway hence the dollar store but anyway and then what you do is carry that with you and if the dog if you go hey come and start clapping your hands and the dog like blows you off okay this is you still have a lo- on a long line he has to earn the right to be off the long line you're gonna go from it when he starts getting good at coming in in a six foot line then you're gonna go to a 20 foot line all right so that he learns okay. to come distances to you all right so then let's say you know he's on the long line the 20 footer and you, you go, come, 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 come. And he doesn't look at you. Take the leash, pop it. Hey, hey. And if he still doesn't look at you, then squeak the toy. Squeak, 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 come. Squeak, 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 come. And remember to shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. And so then as he starts coming in, oh, what a buddy. Such a buddy. Look at you. Look at you. And so then also, too, you can um, get, uh, uh, like I said, they are not robots, so you're you're always going to be up against something that you have to try to get their attention apart from, you know? So you're going to yeah. get really good at creating this pool, toolbox. Another thing that a toolbox for the word come is the word, you scream the word treats really loud. Treats! And, and you can practice this in your kitchen or whatever, and then you, you start flipping some treats, okay? The treats! Uh-huh. And start flipping some treats. So then pretty soon, you now when you're out in the yard, instead of going over come, just go... It's really loud, and then they're going to come racing to you and flip them a couple treats. Good job, good job, good job. Okay, so then that okay. way there, so so that's another way to get the dog, you know, to come in. And then, um, like I said, if they have a favorite toy, if they're a ball dog, you know, like, you do you got the ball? You can go, ball, and throw the ball up in the air. Ball, look what I got. Come on, let's go. Okay, and so now that's a way to turn their head and get them to come towards you. But remember, you want to shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. And another part okay. of the tool is um, you take that 20-foot long line and, and make it 10 feet, you know, gather it up. Okay, the dog is at the end of it. Now, let's say the dog is standing in front of you and you're standing looking at the dog, right? Okay, the dog is ahead of you, so he's the leader and you're the peon. Okay, turn around, and now the dog is behind you and you're in front, so now you're the leader, all right? Start walking. Now, if the dog comes flying past you, don't say a word. Just take a quick right, all right? Then just keep walking, and then if the dog comes flying by you, take a quick right again. Usually the third time of hitting the end of the line going, whoa, I guess we're going that way. (laughs) then Uh all of a sudden the dog starts looking at you. Where are you going? Because what you're doing with this exercise is teaching the dog to keep one ear and eye on you at all times and then one ear and eye, whatever he wants. Get on a bike. Where are you? Hey, look look at the butterfly. Where are you? All right. Right. So it helps the dog to not to not instead of just zoning in on that butterfly. It's butterfly. Where are you? Butterfly. And with this exercise of just walking. Okay. And you want the dog to learn to just scan behind you. He cannot go in front of you. Anytime he goes in front of you, you turn and go a different direction. But you don't say anything and you don't jerk the line. The dog will do it himself. You just hold on to the line. If He continues to run past you. And when you turn, obviously pop. He's like, whoa, I guess we're going that way. Now, are you using a training collar of any kind we have the electric fence okay no, that's not a training we, collar 
No, but we have a training collar, but some, we haven't used it for him because we feel someone had said you have to give him some tools so he knows what that means. So we haven't even used it yet. What kind of training collar? Oh, gosh. I don't know. My husband got it. Um, he just got it at PetSmart. I'm not sure. What, is it an electronic one? or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, no, no, no. We just want a training collar. You know, a collar, leash, you know, we want, oh. we just want a regular training collar. Okay, let's talk oh, about, yeah. let's discuss this. We got to, got to run, take a break and come back. So hold on. Okay. Don't, okay. don't hang up. All right. Okay. Let's see. Did it, did it, did it. Why were the kids wet when they got to school? Why were the kids wet when they got to school? We'll be back. All righty then. That would be me. There we go. Okay. Why were the kids wet when they got to school? Because it was raining. <laughs> they ri- they rode in a carpool. Oh. They okay. rode in the carpool. They rode in the carpool. That's funny. There you go. I like that one. Okay, That's a good go. one. I like it. Good. There you go. There you go. And it was raining too. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 That's all I had. Okay, we're talking so. to Barb. She's got two, I think that you said golden doodles. And uh, and um, now, the, they're, are, they, are they litter mates? Yeah. Okay. Um. Did you work on the relationship between you and the dogs instead of letting the dogs bond to each other? Did they spend a yeah. lot of time? Okay, good, good. Yes, okay. we really worked hard on that. Oh, good, um, good, good. And they really have just, they've really connected with my husband, which is great. We're just glad that, you know, okay. they'll connect with a person good. before yep. exactly. each other. So that's oh, success. I'm happy for You did a good thing. Good job. Okay, now the thing is, is with the training collar. Okay, e-collars have their 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 place in the training world. But the thing is, is that that's not the real world, all right? You want your dog to walk politely on a leash next to you, okay? Because there's leash laws. You can't just, you know, um, I don't, people say, oh, no, I got my dog under control. Wrong. And so the thing is, is that you need a, you know, a training collar and you can either, now do you keep your dogs in full coat or are they zipped? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. uh, Do you keep your dog in full coat or are they zipped? Did you buzz them? No. No, they're not buzzed? They got a full coat? No. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Because then, uh, usually with the Golden Doodles, the two things, two collars that I, I, I would, well, three collars. You could try a Gentle Leader. Um, yeah. You can try uh, the Star Mark collar, the large one, Star Mark collar. Or you could try a Pinch. Now, I fit the Star Mark collar and the Pinch collars so they just slip over the head and slip off, okay? You got to put your hands at the top so if the dog turns his head, he doesn't poke his eyes, okay? But, you know, so many trainers fit things very snug, and I don't believe in that. I believe a loose collar, that's one of the rewards for paying attention. There's no collar pressure anywhere, all right? So I want the collar to slide over the head and slide back. Okay. Okay? And so that's why you can decide which of the three that you want to try. The um, dental leader... That takes a while for some dogs to adjust to. And if they don't, if they're still trying to rub it off and, and, and get it off with their paws at the end of a week that you, when you've used it like every day, then that's not the collar for you. All right. For that personality. Uh-huh. Then you got to try one of the other ones. And anyway, so because that's what you want. You got to start, you, there's got to be a consequence to be paid. If the dog, you know, like I say, let's say you're on that line, you're going backwards, clap, 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 come, 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 come. This is called the informal come. You know, there's a formal come and this is the informal come. 
Okay, and so if the dog goes to take off, you stop on your line and you give that leash a pop. Hey, hey, like I'm over here, not over there. <laughs> and come, 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 come. All right, and then, uh, and so then, then don't pull them in like you're fishing for a dog, okay? All, all, the leash is only there to keep the dog literally from running away from you and then to follow through in, if it need be. And so you, what you got to do is build that and don't yourself set yourself up for failure. If the dog yep. hasn't been coming on a regular basis, he's been running the other way, okay, he's created his own game so what you got to yeah. do is that you've got to you when you're going to practice calling him then make sure he's on that long well you start out with a six foot line and then put the long line and then do that one where you have him follow you where he learns to scan behind you and, and so it's just it's just a lot of practicing a little here a little there never do more than three comes in a row because then the dog gets okay. to the point like oh lordy are we doing this again and you've got a very the golden doodles are very silly dogs with a smart all right they're very silly and they want to make Make a, a game out of everything, but they're very, very oh. smart, and they also got a will to them. And oh. So, so what yeah. you've got, yeah. So what you've got to do is that you got to outwit them. You can't demand or command. And I would strongly suggest that you start an obedience class to start building more yeah. of a relationship. And do not take them through both at the same time to the same class. Yeah. Yep, you want to break them up because otherwise they'll be interested in where the other one is. But that's right. what you got to do is you, you got to build that teamwork because it's you know. And for the first two years, most dogs don't come well anyway because they're testing you to see what you're going to do about it. All right. And so that's why you just got to you just got to keep putzing and keep putzing and then have your toolbox squeak 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 uh uh keyword like treat or ball you know so so not one thing is going to bring that dog in every single solitary time so you got you've got to be able to pull things out of and practice with the different ones so that if this doesn't work then you can quick bounce to the next one and bounce to the next one and i tell people to keep like a roll of Ritz crackers in their car because then uh, in the summer it doesn't melt in the winter it doesn't freeze and when you say the word treat that's your treat the dog doesn't know it's a Ritz cracker you've been practicing with other things all, all you know is that that dog's going to come in and he got something okay right <laughs> and just so, one final question sure. just in terms of I mean we even get into the battle when it's time to go in his kennel mm-hmm. and of course it's right when we're hurrying to get out the door then he does the whole business of around the kitchen table. So we go this way, he goes that way. Right, okay. Okay, so then what you're going to do, though, is then let him drag a six-foot nylon leash around the house so you've got something to quick step on and grab. Instead of going for the dog, okay. go for the leash. And then don't wait till the last minute. If you know you're leaving at 8 o'clock in the morning, you put him in the kennel at 20 to 8 you know, quarter to eight, don't wait to that last fly or even 7.30, you know, put him in so that he doesn't get hooked into that, that rushness. And so then all of a sudden yeah. it's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and That's so, exactly what he does. Right. And so then what you just do is throw a treat in there. When you say the word kennel and then throw a treat in there, practice that. That could be another thing that you're going to teach him when you say the word kennel, you know, really happy. And then you yeah. throw a treat in there or throw a toy in there and just do it periodically. Sometimes the door closes, sometimes it doesn't. So he's not sure, but they, the the dogs get really good to used to our routine morning routine they know what's coming next you don't we don't realize how methodical we are and the dogs can t- know every step that we're going to take so what you just got to okay, do great. is it, you've got to change it up a little bit and then be one step ahead of them because you got a smart dog that figures things out so what you got to do is help him you're going to get smarter than he is by not be looking being so routine that he catches up on it and then he makes a game out of it yep so that's why what you got. Yeah. So so let him drag a six foot nylon leash around the house. It'll be try. You know, like let's say when you get up in the morning, he's gone out. He's gone potty. Yeah. Um. Now, uh, what is your routine? Do you feed him like first thing in the morning, and then like uh, when do you feed him? We get up. He 
and he, of course, is the early riser. Of course. He's ready to go for the day. And so both of the dogs go out at about 5.15, do both of their business. You know, they do all their business. Yeah. Um, then we come in right yeah. away yeah. still. And then they're usually hungry. Yeah. And so they eat and yeah. then um, have a little playtime inside. And then they can go back out to play it after they've eaten. Okay. Because you know what you might want to do is only give them like half their rations. And then let them play. Uh, and then when it's time to, for you to leave, finish and give them the rest of their rations so they have something to look forward to. And so they'd be more uh-huh. apt to go into the kennel because of they, they're, you know, they're getting more dinner. <laughs> okay. So you okay. might, you might want to think about that breaking up the breakfast. You, you want to do sure. it. If you, they're in two separate kennels. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, because you can, I, I would just break it because uh, it'd just be easier instead of having one go, well, how come where's my dish? <laughs> so just, I would break up, I would break up that morning thing into two separate meals. And so one huh. at the beginning and then they go out and have their fun and all that kind of stuff. And then when you're ready to go, kennels. And then now they get to go in and finish up, you know, breakfast and then you leave. And so now something is, well, it's worth going back into the kennels for. So huh. you can, you can try, yeah, you can try that. Okay. Well, keep me posted. All right. Thanks, Katie. Good luck. Get old. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, that's a, you know, you got to, when dogs figure out a routine, routine folks, we got to change the routine up, and but make it fun for the dog so the dog isn't like the na-na-na-na-noo-noos, okay? All right. Who is up next? Okay, we have Mary on the line, and Mary is just wondering why dogs lick people. Ah, there we go. Hey, Mary, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. good. Uh, uh, do you have a, you have a licker? Uh, yeah, she's a mini golden doodle. She's about seven years old, and I, I, that's kind of her, her deal. Um, she'd like you clean if you let her. Right. So I'm just kind of curious what that's all about. Okay, does, now does she lick anything else? Is she a furniture licker, a rug licker, or, or is she just a people licker? Um, she'll lick herself. Okay. And um, once in a blue moon, she'll lick something okay. like a, a, a knob of uh, furniture or something, but... Okay. Other than that, yes, just people. Okay, and and what what that is 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 an endearing thing. In the, same with cats, you know, when they lick us, uh-huh. it's yeah, it's as people used to say, oh, they're going for the salt in our skin, you know. No, it's yeah. an endearment, and sometimes it's a pacifier. You know what I mean? It kind of calms okay. them down, and it's like, oh, I love my human, I love my human. Here, lick, <laughs> lick, lick. I love my human, I love my human. And so, right. uh, you know, if you don't, I had a licker. My Elsie was a main, a big licker, and so uh-huh. what I just did is she got to licking me. I'd slow come up with a free hand underneath and I'd grab a hold of her tongue real gently and oh, I'd go okay. I'd, I'd go ah no lick and then I'd let go of the tongue all right okay. so uh-huh. then what would happen if she went to start licking ah 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 no lick and she'd back off all right oh, okay. so there because okay. what you want is one thing to lick like hi I like you I love you and such like that but to uh-huh. give you a cleansing you don't need to put up with that okay, <laughs> okay. and so that's why but you've got to just give it a ah ah no lick and as soon as okay. they and then redirect oh where's your ball or come here come over here you know redirect instead of okay. just sitting there and wait are you gonna do it again <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay but yeah no it just it's a very it's endearing loving and like i say some dogs i, I really truly believe it's it's like a pacifier helps them okay. calm down so okay, okay. Oh, interesting all right well thank you very much you, you better have a grand day thank you 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 do bye-bye, bye-bye. Yes, lick, lick, lick. My Elsie was, oh, gosh, she was a licker. Uh, El- uh, Gilligan will lick every once in a while, but it's just a little quick, quick, and then he just looks at you like, gotcha. And it's like, yeah, yeah, 
Now, Ethel, with her tongue, what, five miles? I don't know how such a little tiny dog could have a tongue like a snake. I swear to Lord, that son of mule is three inches long. And the thing is, is that, you know, real long and narrow, obviously, because she's only three pounds. Right. But I just, I, I don't know where she puts it. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't get it. But, no, oh, well, it is what it is. Okay, we're going to run, then to come back and answer more questions. If you got it, got a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Okay, ready for this? If you've got dirty grout, you remember I have grout on my floor now? Okay, if you got dirty grout, there's something very simple that you can try. And I'm going to try this, okay, that we can clean it up. So, And then stains on clothes. Uh, that's another, uh, uh, stains on clothes and then dirty grout. We'll be back. Alrighty then. Thank you for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me, Kay and Carly. And um, this is the Katie Canine Show. I'm here every Sunday, 4 to 6, answering your canine questions and occasional feline questions. And just a reminder, we're going to be doing our show live at Urban Tales on Lindale, June, Sunday, June 3rd. Sunday, June 3rd. I'll be there from 3 to 4. You can ask me your questions or take my picture with you or just say hi. And then I'll be doing my show live uh, from Urban Tales on Lindale, Urban Tales Pet Store. Um, and uh, that will be from 4 to 6. And then uh, who's joining me? Uh, of course course the famous alexis thompson from the morning show with jason and alexis she'll be doing the show review psychic for you and or your pets so please stop out and join us on june 3rd and don't forget katie canine is now podcast you can go to podcast one right or whoever wherever you get your podcast exactly from. and then what do they do type in fm 107 or katie canine or what do they do they can go to fm 107.com okay. okay so one of my talk and uh click on your show and the podcast, all the pos- podcasts from today will be there. Okay. And from previous Sundays will be there and you can just scroll down and, oh, you know, excellent. they're, they're available for you to like click through if you want to, if you're trying to find a certain thing. Okay. Um, I try and label it kind of, uh, what we mostly talk about right. during the hour. Right. right. Um, so it is hard to, um, you know, get everything and put it into that title. So you guys are just going to, Kind of have to somewhat click through right. unless you see that that's what I labeled it as. So okay, Sounds yeah, good. it's gonna like be, today it's good. would be the come getting your dog to come. We spent a lot yeah. of time on the come today. Yes, we did. All right, so yeah, so Katie K nine is now podcast. Yay me! I have no idea what that is. Okay, it just means they can download your show and listen to it oh, as many I times know. as they want. Cool, cool. Yes. Okay, dirty grout. What do you think? Um, I want to say like lemon juice. I don't know why. Nope. Oh. It starts with now Listerine. Listerine, okay. Listerine for All dirty right. grout. Okay, stain on clothes. Colgate toothpaste. That's rather scary. Huh. Yeah, Colgate that's... Stains, I why? usually use Dawn liquid dish soap, you know, and rub it in there. But I guess it makes soap. sense, though, because, like, you're using it on your teeth that potentially have, like, coffee stains, pop stains, okay. or whatever, yeah, you know? That's very, yeah, very true. Okay. I don't know. So that is kind of interesting, though. Yeah. Both of them have Listerine. to do with, like, brushing your teeth. I'll like, have to try that on my grout. Lord knows my two grandsons are... Putting that to the test. Like, Holy They moly. are. Okay, well, that's good. Oh, yeah. My, so I look, I come in and I look at my floor and I'm like, oh, my Lord. You're like, there are kids in this house and, right now. Oh, <laughs> I, you know, and then I wiped it up. Uh, I wiped it yeah. up a couple of days ago. Yeah. And then this morning I come in and I'm like, I don't know what they did, but holy moly. So, yeah. They're keeping you on your toes. Oh, toes. Is, <laughs> toes. And I'm, I'm ready to go to bed by the time they go to bed. And that's seven o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. All right. Okay. Where are we at? I was talking to, who was I talking to? You were talking to... Mary, right? Yes. No. Nope. Nope. So we got done with that, remember? 
Oh, that's so right. yeah. Okay, now we're going to somebody new. Yep, so we let's are. Go somebody new. Yes, we are. We're going to Erin, okay. and Erin has a question about her dog that's aggressive at the door. Ooh, dog at the door. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Erin. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. What kind of pupper do you got? I have a three-year-old black lab. Okay, and then what's happening at the door? So he is the front. You know, he's a typical lab. He's the friendliest dog, great with people. But whenever we have people come to the door, mm-hmm. he is just getting way too aggressive, barking, growling. I can barely constrain him. And we usually have to lock him in the back bedroom. And, you know, our typical things we've done of trying to punish him are not working. Okay. So uh, do I, uh, you use a training collar for him at all? No. Okay. And then when you say, when somebody comes to the door, knock, knock, knock. Okay. He barks. Okay. Now I'm. you told me to come in. Now what's happening? What's, what's, what's going on? He's fine once he realizes that we're okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he's getting really scary. I mean, it's just like, it's he's just out of control. Right, but then what are you doing? Are you grabbing him by the collar and restraining him? Yes. Okay, yeah, so we, do, we don't want to do that. Yeah, we that, or my husband of us will put him in the back bedroom okay, yeah. sometimes, too. Okay. No, what you would need to do is get a training collar, whether you want to use, uh, how many pounds is he? Uh, 82. Oh, 82. Okay, I would strongly suggest a pinch collar. Okay, uh, Herm, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Okay, okay, but you want to fit it, like I said earlier to a call, you want to fit it so that you can put extra links in it so that you can slide it over his head and slide it off. You do not want it to be tight because when when he's listening and paying attention, there should be no collar pressure whatsoever. Most trainers fit them very snug and up behind the ears, and I do not believe in that. And so I want that, that's part of the reward. There is no collar pressure if he stops to think. All right. And so I would use that. And then now you put him on, put it, put a leash on it. And what you're going to do is practice, practice, practice. So what you're going to do is now if somebody comes in, okay, somebody's knocked at the door. You're going to say, just a minute. You're going to put the leash on. You're going to keep a leash by the door. And that's just answering your door leash. Okay. So then you're going to say, okay. just a minute. Now you're going to be facing east and west. If your company's coming in north and south, you want them to walk past you, not into you. Okay. So now you got, now you got the training collar on. You got your leash on you're gonna say just a minute so now you turn so you and the dog are facing like a wall and so the people can walk past you okay now if he's if he's barking give the collar don't restrain him that's what's causing the problem because uh when you restrain uh, anything a human or then they want it even more okay they sense that you are they don't realize they're causing the agitation but you are agitated so it must be that person right so then it's even gonna make him be more goofy with the situation so now if you have a training collar you would just give it a pop and say hey that's enough just sit very nice very nice don't pet him don't say good boy good boy gets him all crazy in the headsy when the dog is doing something well for you that you know when you're trying to teach him the word is thank you you're doing nice very nice thank you do not only say good boy or uh, uh, good boy like good boy where's your ball good boy let's play but when you're trying to teach him something you just very calmly say thank you because now you can keep the learning dots in the head and so now they're learning to focus and hold a thought and then listen to what you have to say all right think of it every time you say good boy you're saying recess you don't have to think recess you don't have to think all right so don't be doing that and don't be petting him you want him to think of what he's doing he's supposed to be sitting there calmly on a loose leash watching the people go by okay if he goes to jump forward you just give it a pop ah 
sit. Thank you. Very nice. Very nice. And just start, have, let's say, um, it's your turn to work the dog and send somebody outside to knock or ring the doorbell, okay? And so then you're going to get them good with that. Then now when real company, call up the neighbor and say, you know, we're practicing at the door. So um, give us a little time. I'll tell you when you can come in after you knock or ring and or the ring the doorbell, all right? And so you just keep yeah. practicing. And then all of a sudden, and then when the people come in and tell them to don't look at the dog, don't touch the dog, just walk on by, okay? And if he's really, right. you know, going off the deep end, you could take like a plant mister filled with half apple cider vinegar, half water, and then just as he's barking, blast him in the nose or the mouth, and then go, hey, quiet. Okay. Ah, quiet. And then ask him to okay. sit. Remember to stay calm. If you start cranking and cranking and knocking off bad dog, you're feeding the frenzy, okay? you got to go opposite okay. the dog. Hey, 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 just settle. Okay. Just settle. Sit. Thank you very much. All right. And so then what happens is you're now at least two times a day, if not three times a day, somebody you're answering that door. So now you're getting everybody's practicing and everybody's getting used to the routine. Do not restrain the dog. Yes, that collar has to be loose. You just give it a quick pop. Hey, have you done an obedience training with them at all? Um, we did when he was a puppy. Okay, okay. Yeah, but- you might want to, be, especially as big as he is, you might want to revisit that so that you're doing things. I do have a one-day workshop coming up June 23rd. It's one time, 10 to 1. It's a crash course in my beginner one class. We get the right training collar, get to give you the handout so that you don't have to try to remember everything I'm teaching you. And so then what happens yeah. is that it's a good way to get you organized, the dog organized, instead of like, okay, I think this is what Katie said. <laughs> I, can, I can show you. But anyway, but that's what you want to start doing, though. I was strong suggest the pinch collar. I know that a lot of people think they're a torture device out of the 1800s and they're not. If they're, they're All it is is bring mom back into the room. You know, when mom got mad at the pups, she'd grab them around their neck and pinch them with their teeth. You know, like knock yep. it off. And the pup would yelp like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, mom would release the grip and then the pup just learned a lesson. If you listen to the command, like the growl or whatever, then the correction doesn't come. And that's the same thing. That's why I don't believe that the pinch collar should be fit snug because when, what happens when mom, you know, got her licks in, you know what I mean? Then the re- the pressure went away, okay? And the dog learns mm-hmm. by trial and error. You do this, this happens, you do that, that happens, all right? And so then the thing yep. is, is that, yeah, just make sure everybody that comes in, you don't, you walk, walk on by. Don't look at them, don't touch them, don't do anything. Just walk on by. Let's say they go sit into the living room. Then you're going to go into the living room, and this is another thing I want you to practice. Okay, every day, two, three times, you're going to take, the, you don't have to have a training collar on, just a regular buckle collar fine. I'll hook the leash mm-hmm. on and then put the bulk of the leash on, on a chair and then sit on the bulk of the leash. Now ignore the dog. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. Don't do anything. If he tries to come up into your lap or put his paws on your knee, put your mm-hmm. put your arms in front of you, but you know, cross your arms in front of you, turn your head to the side, side profile to the dog, and then bump him with your crossed arms. Lean forward, but don't look at him. Keep your head sideways, okay? And give him a bump. Hey! Okay, just like that. And so what you want him to do is get so bored because he's getting nothing from you that he's going to learn to just sit, I mean, lay down and just be calm. Because it's usually the first 20 minutes when somebody's over, the dog is nuts. Okay? Okay, okay if you got yeah, any... Without, well, why don't you hold on? We'll, we'll catch you after the break, okay? Just in case you got any other questions, okay? Thank you. Okay, you bet. Why are trains so focused? Why are trains so focused?